everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Tuesday, November 17th, 2020. Here's what's happening in Hollywood, the media biz, and social platforms with uh, another quiet day in the media biz and social platforms. So we'll be keeping to my favorite activity of name dropping in Hollywood. And over in the trailer house, just a brief minute-long teaser for Servant Season 2 on Apple TV+. But it's got some really cool editing techniques, which are uh, definitely worth checking out. The link is in the episode notes, of course. And uh, now over to Hollywood. Where Universal Pictures and Cinemark, the country's third largest movie theater chain, have signed a long-term deal that mimics the one that Universal has with the country's largest movie theater chain, AMC Theaters, where Universal can put movies on PVOD for a $20 home rental just 17 days after releasing it in AMC and now Cinemark movie theaters. But this deal also includes a clause extending that theatrical window to 31 days if the movie opens to over $50 million whenever that happens again. And according to Variety, that term will be extended to AMC theaters as well. Cinemark is also going to get a cut of Universal's PVOD revenue on each title, just like AMC theaters. And according to Deadline, Universal is putting aside 10% of total PVOD revenue on each movie to split with theater groups, thus giving AMC and Cinemark about 2% each of a title's total PVOD revenue as a result. The country's second largest movie theater chain, Regal, has been staunchly against the concept so far, and all of its theaters are currently closed, so it uh, may be a while on that one. Though it still remains to be seen if any other studio is going to set up this kind of deal. So far, uh, nothing. So, gotta think the numbers just don't work as well when a studio's parent company doesn't also own a huge cable and internet company. Either way, this leaves Universal as the only major studio currently releasing new movies in theaters for the rest of the year, with five more slated through December. Uh, except for the Wonder Woman sequel, which we'll say is just uh, TBD. And speaking of December, another film was going the PVOD route, this one being Songbird from STX, which was actually one of the first movies to shoot in LA during the pandemic. The movie is set in Los Angeles over two years into a mutated COVID virus world, so you can now forget all about the second wave of this COVID outbreak uh, for 20 bucks on December 11th from the comfort of your own couch when you probably won't be able to go anywhere anyway. And another big-name studio director is coming to Netflix. Uh, Judd Apatow has signed on to direct his first movie ever that won't be for Universal Pictures. He's also co-writing the movie with Pam Brady. And the untitled film centers on a group of actors stuck inside a bubble at a hotel while shooting a movie. Well, that's convenient. No cast has been announced according to Deadline, but the film does hope to shoot soon. Over in the television... Just when you think every big TV project is going to go to a streaming service, uh, ABC is there to surprise you. They gave a series order to a project starring Alec Baldwin and Kelsey Grammer from the co-creator and an exec producer of Modern Family. Certainly all very network TV friendly names, but nice to see ABC pulling the trigger on such a big ticket item. The show is called, uh, well, it's currently untitled, but it centers on three guys who were roommates in their 20s until their egos drove them apart, who then reunite for a run at success in their later years. No word about the third member of the trio or an episode number count, according to the trades, but you could certainly have some fun casting 20-something versions of Alec Baldwin and Kelsey Grammer. And 60 Minutes had another solid ratings bump on Sunday with President Obama hitting 12.4 million viewers. Granted, it was right after that pretty spectacular end to the uh, Cardinals-Bills game, but uh, still a solid draw. Nick Jonas is coming back to The Voice as their fourth judge for the next season in January. 
And in our continuing This Day in COVID-19 report, Dear White People at Netflix and Bosch at Amazon are the latest shows to hit pause on production due to positive COVID tests on set. And we'll finish up with a few moves in the executive suite. Netflix has found their new head of comedy as Tracy Pacosta has left her co-president of scripted TV position at NBC to rejoin her former boss, Bella Bajaria, to whom she will now report into again. And elsewhere in top-level TV executive musical chairs, Beatrice Springborn is departing her position as head of originals at Hulu to take the president role at Universal Content Productions, or UCP. And speaking of Hulu, by the way, if you subscribe to their Hulu Live TV bundle, the price is going up 10 bucks on December 18th to $65 a month, matching their main competitor, YouTube TV. And another high-level exit at ESPN, as Libby Geist, their VP and exec producer of documentaries and original content, is leaving, according to Deadline. This after ESPN's overall head of content, Connor Schell, announced his departure into a production deal last week. Libby had a 12-year tenure at ESPN. And two moves in media as former Condé Nast Chief Digital Officer Fred Santarpia is uh, joining Endeavor as president of their streaming group. They handle front-end, back-end streaming tech for several A-list clients like the NBA, WWE, and UFC. And we'll finish at Harper's Bazaar as their new editor-in-chief, Samira Nazar, has uh, found her head of digital. Nikki Oganaki is coming over from GQ to be the new digital director for Harper's. That's according to the business of fashion. So congrats, everybody, on the new roles. In today's programming notes, President Obama gives you a 768-page reading assignment. Thanks, Obama. As he releases part one of a uh, part one, oh my, of his memoir from his presidential tenure called The Promised Land, Mr. Obama also sat down with Oprah for her book club series on Apple TV, and the folks at Apple TV Plus are kindly making that available to watch on Apple TV Plus for free, starting on the service today. Over at Netflix, they're adding a new Kevin Hart comedy special called Zero Fucks Given, which, fun fact, was the working title for the Obama book. And the Lego Star Wars Christmas special hits Disney Plus today, too. Over in the land where you definitely can't say the title of the Kevin Hart special, CBS, they have the season premiere of NCIS uh, original at 8 p.m., followed by their two FBI shows at 9 and 10. And ABC has the heavily promoted premiere of their David E. Kelly series, Big Sky, at 10 p.m. And let's go out today with some T-Swift as her uh, nemesis, I guess. Justin Bieber manager Scott Borchetta has sold off the masters to Taylor's first six albums to a Los Angeles private equity firm called Shamrock Capital for uh, at least $300 million. Although that total may increase over time with uh, payouts for future royalties. But overall, not a bad deal considering that Taylor is currently re-recording her library to try and mitigate said library's value, at least for sync recording licensing. Okay, that was Music Biz Nerd Talk. Uh, Anyway, Scott and his Ithaca Holdings Company got hold of Taylor's music when they bought her previous label, Big Machine, last summer. But given that they bought the whole label for $330 million and got $300 mil for Taylor's music alone, not a bad investment considering Big Machine also has artists like Rascal Flatts and Florida Georgia Line. So I think Taylor's song, The Man, off of her first album, Not on Big Machine, is a suitable way to go out today. And please give this podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts if you have not thus far. I mean, this thing's free, and that uh, takes literally three seconds to do in the ratings and reviews section, so uh, you can do it right now, and uh, be the man too. No? Eh, worth a shot. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow.
dollars out. Flashing my dollars at.